you guys and welcome to a fun little bonus episode of That's My Personal Business. I'm your host, Eden Strader, and I'm so excited to have you here, whether you're new, whether you have been listening for a while, whatever it is, I'm stoked you're here. We have an amazing guest today. It is Emily with Anna Dolores Photography, and she is talking to us all about building an associate team of photographers. So if you are a wedding photographer, photographer in general, this episode is definitely for you. If you're not, I genuinely believe this episode would still be incredibly helpful for you if you just put it in terms of growing your team in general. I'm not even a wedding photographer and it was still really helpful to hear all of this stuff. So it's an amazing episode. Emily is incredibly talented and she has grown a team of five associate shooters, which is wild. That means she has five people working under her, which is a huge way to scale your business when you are a solo entrepreneur currently. So It's an amazing episode. I'm not going to ramble on too much before we dive into everything. But as always, if you love this episode, share on your stories, leave us a review, subscribe so you don't miss any in the future. And I love you guys. I mean it. And let's get into it. I am so excited to have you, Emily. Can you just like introduce yourself for us here for those that don't know you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Emily Lepke. Um, My business is Anna Dolores Photography, and it's named after my grandmother's, which is why it's not my own name. Um, And um, I've been a wedding photographer in the Santa Barbara area for about 10 years. And, um, and I just, in the last few years have started getting into wedding photographer education as well. So I'm offering, I offer, um, education on details, styling, and, um, and kind of giving proper reverence to the decor and design details of a, of a couple's wedding day. And, um, and I'm also offering, um, education on how to build an associate team. I have a team of associates that I've managed since 2014. There's a team of five of us now. And so we're able to serve more clients that way. And and I think a lot of other wedding photographers are really interested in that space. And so, um, so I'm teaching other photographers how to do that as well. We love that. Also, it's me just now learning how to say your last name in your own (laughs) introduction. Like it's me being like, oh, it's Lefke. Cool. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, (laughs) hey, 10 years in the business too, which is like amazing. Santa Barbara is also, I feel like just such an incredible part of the industry that I'm just like so envious of that you've gotten to work there for so long because it's so incredible and your weddings and details just like speak for themselves. So I'm super excited to have you on today to talk about all of the things. Thank you, Eden. That's so lovely to hear from you. You're so talented and so to hear that. It's it's great. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm ecstatic. So Emily and I met, um, through our mastermind and I think what's so impressive about you and like why I wanted to have you on the podcast is not only do you have associates, but you have like a big team of associates, like five associates is a lot. That is like a full on company of people that you're Mm -hmm. like running. So can you talk to us a little bit about how, like where your business was at when you first started bringing on associates? Like, how did you start doing this in your own business? What did that look like? So I had been in business for a couple of years and honestly was hustling my brains out. I was working so hard to book all the things and was just really booking a lot of weddings, booking a lot of clients every year. And so my, I want to say it was my second full year in business. I was doing 40 weddings myself in one season. And there was 
a period of time where I photographed six weddings in a 10 day span. So two weeks in a row, I did Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I had Monday through Thursday off. And then I did Friday, Saturday, Sunday again. And obviously I was exhausted and it was terrible. Um, (laughs) And I was not giving, you know, at the very bare minimum, I certainly wasn't giving my all to those clients at least not the ones on Sunday. (laughs) And, um, and it was just, it was really rough. I had zero personal life. Um, I hadn't met my husband yet, thankfully, because he probably would have been like, this is terrible. Goodbye. Uh, (laughs) And um, so that was really like a, a big, I had already, you know, started talking to some prospective candidates and thinking about hiring associates um, because I was getting so many inquiries and I was booked for dates that I was getting those inquiries for. And so I couldn't take on additional work because obviously you can only take on one wedding per day. And after that two week period, I was like, well, this is obviously not sustainable and I can't ever do this to myself again. Um, So that was really like the big kind of aha moment turning point for me. And in that two week period, I actually met the woman who would become my associate for the next four years. So um, that was very serendipitous that we met around that time because I was like, yes, I need help. Please come help me. (laughs) So we, oh my gosh, the 40 weddings a year. I'm like, I did that back in 2017, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel that pain. I'm like, what I wouldn't have done to have it not just be me. I remember I shot 10 weddings in June. And so it was the same thing. It was crazy. It was a double then triple then double then triple, which I look back on and I'm like, how did we physically survive that? Like, how did we physically make it out of there? Okay. So that's insane. That's how you met your first associate. So talk to Mm -hmm. us a little bit about like why people, I mean, you kind of just told us why you were at the point of burnout, but like, why should people consider maybe before burnout, why bringing associates into your business? There's honestly so many good reasons, I think. And a big one is that maybe the main one is that when it's just you, you can only grow so much. There's a limit to how much you can do as a true, like solo entrepreneur. There's only so many days, you know, so many weekends per year. Um, and honestly only so many weekends that maybe you want to work. And I think at the time shooting 30 and 40 weddings a year for me was fine because again, I was, I was single. I was, you know, younger, (laughs) 10 years younger and really just hustling to get my business off the ground. And that was what I knew it was going to take at the time, but I knew I didn't want to do that forever. And so as you grow and you become more experienced, you start to think about like long-term what you want your life to look like. And for it to just, if you are in photography and wedding photography specifically, it's a very physically demanding job. Anyone who's a wedding photographer knows how physically demanding it is. Um, You don't really realize it because you're like, oh, it's an eight hour day. It's fine. That's what I do at my desk. And obviously it's nothing like sitting at a desk. (laughs) It is mentally and physically very draining. And so in a great way, obviously I love, I love shooting weddings. I love what I do, but to do it well, I have to max myself out on how many I can take. So now I only take 15 a year myself tops. Even 15 is like pushing it. Like I booked, I just booked number 15 for 2022. And I'm like, that is absolutely positively it. I can't take any more. <laughs> um, but the beauty of that is that with a team of associates, I don't have to stop booking. 
I can still keep saying no to prospective clients who are coming in. Um, their referrals from our past clients, their referrals from wedding planners in the area, their people who are finding us online, et cetera. And so I can still keep serving those clients with the Anna Dolores brand and with, um, you know, my editing style and all the things, cause I still kind of manage all of the editing in house. All my associates that have to do is go and photograph the wedding. And they benefit from that because that's all they want to do. They just want to shoot weddings. They don't necessarily want to be running the business side either as much or at all. <laughs> so they get to do more of the actual being out in the field shooting. And I run the back end of the business, which is honestly something that I really love to do. So going back to your original question, Eden, <laughs> it's really just, it's a way to scale. It's, it's a way that kind of takes the cap off of your income potential and the potential for growing your business. Because when it's just you, that's it. That's, you know, there's only so much you can do and you can raise your prices, which most photographers should do and do uh, over the years. And I've certainly done that and been able to charge more for my own services, but that still kind of has a limitation to how much growth you'll see. And so being able to basically clone yourself and take on, you know, we, this way we can shoot five weddings in one weekend or in one day, even <clears throat> honestly, I try not to do that because it's a little intense, but, <laughs> but we could, you know, if we have a busy weekend and we have a lot of clients who want to come to us for a particular weekend, there are certainly weekends this year where we have four weddings in one day. I was just looking at a date in May where we have four on one day, which is kind of nuts. And I'm going to have a lot of editing to do. Um, but you like know, it's I have that wedding boom. Exactly. But, you know, I do have, I also, um, you know, have support with editing and with <clears throat> other elements of running my business. So, you know, it's really just ultimately about like building your empire and having, and having um, these other moving pieces, because if you're the only one who's doing everything, you're really just an employee in your own business and managing all of your own day-to-day -day stuff is, is going to burn you out. Um, in addition to, again, the physical element of going to shoot a wedding yourself. Yeah. Well, and I, I love what you just said, because I think this is so applicable, whether you're a wedding photographer listening to this or not, even whatever creative business that you are, um, whatever kind of entrepreneur you are, yeah, there is a limit to how much you can work. And there is a ceiling on how much you can scale your business by yourself. That's just the reality of the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, you have to eventually bring on other people to help you. If you, like you said, want to build your empire, like that is such an integral part, like even just bringing on an assistant to handle backend things for me, that time has now been freed up for me to do things like build products, launch coaching programs, actually coach those clients. Whereas if I was taking care of all those menial things, every time we would never be able to scale that the, like the way that we have. So I think that's so important to also think about like where you want to grow to. And I loved what you said too, about like, not only like taking on all the weddings that you possibly can, but like all the weddings you want to, like, it's so important. I think like, yes, I could technically shoe a wedding every weekend for 56, you know, weekends of the year, but like, do I want to No. like that's exhausting. So I think that's so incredible. Um, yeah. and like great advice, no matter what part of the industry you're in. Absolutely. There's only, you know, there's only, again, like you said, so much you can do on your own and, um, you have to think about what kind of quality of life you want. And you're so good. You talk about this all the time, but like self-care and making sure that you are building the life that you love. And like, are you living your dream every day? And, 
to be able to work towards that, I think is so important because if you're just in the hustle mindset all the time, I do think in the last 10 years, since I started my business, creative entrepreneurship has generally moved away from the hustle mindset, which I think is Mm -hmm. very good for our health overall. Because when I started, it was like, you better hustle. (laughs) And again, I think I feel like it's even just been the last few years. There's been totally shift. Yeah, exactly. And, and again, in the beginning of your business, I think there's something to be said for the hustle, but I'm not as young as I (laughs) was. And it's like, and again, part of why you start your own business is the freedom that that gives you. And if you are the only person working in your business, you don't have any freedom to take a vacation or live your life the way you want to live it because you're literally working all the time. Yeah, no, I'm like, that really is such an integral thing to think about when running your business is the quality of life that you want. And obviously we talk about that a lot here, but I think that's so important to think about like how you can free up more time in your business when you're thinking about scaling and to like, think of your time as like a means of income, like money and time are both equally. I would actually argue time is probably more important than money a lot of the time. Absolutely. Um, but it's like, I think sometimes we look at our business and we're like, how can we scale this monetarily? Whereas we should also be looking at it and being like, how can I scale my own time? Like, how can I get my own time back to be a happy, healthy human being? Yep. Yeah. And honestly, like there was this literally happened to me yesterday um, because one of my associates um, photographed like a micro wedding. Um, It was a Monday and she, you know, I sent her the timeline and gave her memory card. She was all set to go. And I like slept in, like she had to start kind of early. They had a tea ceremony in the morning and I like slept in, I kind of woke up and I was like, Oh crap, we have a wedding today. But I was like, but I mean, Malaya is handling it. Like, I don't have to worry about it. It's just getting done. And I got to number one, sleep in. <laughs> Which <laughs> we on, love to hear. Yes. And, you know, and got to work on other things and, you know, and it's like, she just, it's so, it's just so liberating to have other people that you trust to take care of things and, um, and get it done, which is really, it's really incredible. And I can't recommend I it enough. <laughs> yes. We love that. Um, okay. So like on that, it obviously frees up your time. Can you talk to us a little bit about like why you should be considering associates rather than just raising your prices? Because I do, I agree. Like, I think one, I could talk for hours about how people do not raise their prices often enough and how they get stuck in that middle ground or they get stuck in that trap. Um, cause raising your prices obviously is important, but can you talk to us about like why it is also important to bring on extra team members? Because I think sometimes people, it seems so complicated to bring mm-hmm. on team members that they're almost like, I'll just raise my prices and like, we'll take care of it that way. But yeah, can you just kind of, I don't like, I don't feel like I phrased that question that clearly, but no, no, no. why are associates better than just exclusively raising your prices? Yes. And I think I understand your question. So you're good. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I, I took the long way to that question. No, I, long I, way home. I like it. I like it. You really explained it and I, <laughs> and I dig it. So like I said, just raising your prices is, you know, yes, you will make more money, but it's more of a short-term kind of goal for, for increasing your income. And even with raising my prices, like right now, like I have raised my prices to a place where I'm in the high four figures, low five figures for my wedding packages, which I'm super excited about. I'm super happy where I am, but I added up just the weddings, the income that I'm making with my own weddings. And compared that to like the income we're bringing in for my associate team. And I'm still as a business, Anna Dolores photography is still able to bring in triple what I would be making by myself. So if I got rid of all my associates and just did my own weddings at my luxury price point, I would still only be making a third 
of my income capabilities with a team of associates. So there's that, which is, I think speaks for itself. Like, it's pretty, that, yeah, it's pretty, I'm like, I know we just have, we can drop the mic there. I'm I like, mean, that's all done. That Goodbye. <laughs> we love a good tripling of the income. That's tripling a of the big income. deal. It's insanity. And of course, yes, I'm, you know, paying associates their wages out of that, et cetera. But like, there's also something to be said for like supporting other photographers Mm -hmm. and it's supporting their, you know, my associates have kids. That's pretty, that's a pretty cool, um, journey, (laughs) journey for me. I love that. Um, but, uh, you know, so that's, that's definitely empowering as well, but the freeing up of time too, that we talked about, as far as being able to, you know, take the CEO role in your business and, and think about things like you were saying, like you can come up with new courses and come up with new ways that you can serve your clientele and your audience. And it gives you time to do podcasts and it gives you time to, you know, do so many other things that you wouldn't have time for if you were just physically working all the time on shoots. And that takes away all the energy that you might have to spend on like the big picture stuff for your business and the long-term plans for your business and for your life. And so just to kind of, as an added commentary on, on what you said about time being more valuable than money in a lot of ways. Um, and it's crazy. Eden, Eden, I was just listening to one of your episodes about self-sabotage and Mm -hmm. how we will not do things because they're scary and we don't and we're not used to them. And I really resonated with that with associates because like you just said, like, Oh, I'll just raise my prices. That's easier. I know how to do that. That's my comfort zone. Even if you're not comfortable, you know, that again, we could, but yeah, it's like familiar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, you've done it before before and you're just, and you're just selling your own services still. Like Mm -hmm. you're not making any big changes in the structure of your business. And so something like bringing on other people into your team is terrifying for so many reasons, because you have to give up a lot of control. I mean, which that one's that one for me when hiring people was like, ah, (laughs) I think it is for everybody. Honestly, I think Mm -hmm. every business owner ever, whether creative or not, like anytime somebody starts a business, it's like, it's your baby. And as Mm -hmm. much as we want to be like, oh, I'm separate from my business. And like, I'm not my business. It's like, it's still so much of who maybe not who we are, but like, it's very interesting. Our lives. To, yeah, yeah. To our lives and our livelihood. And it's very important and it makes a big, it makes a big difference and it's a big deal to us. And so to trust someone else that's not invested emotionally and mentally in the same way is very terrifying. Um, but it's quite necessary, unfortunately, mm-hmm. <laughs> or fortunately, because I think it teaches you a lot of good lessons about trusting other people. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's very scary to give up that control, both in the general operations of your business and on an actual wedding day. I know a lot of photographers hesitate because they think to themselves, well, I can't not be there on a wedding day to make sure everything's going well. Like I can't give up that level of control. Maybe I can have someone handle my social media, respond to some emails for me, but having someone else go shoot a wedding for me is like too far beyond. And so my goal is to show photographers, like, it's actually not that hard (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, and it is scary, but we got to push past that fear. Like anything else. It's like, if it's not scary, it might not be worth, it's not worth doing right. Like the Mm -hmm. most important things can sometimes be the most terrifying. And so to make that really substantial, exceptional change in our business and in our lives is going to take something that might be scary as hell. Mm -hmm. So So I think that's, a great 
way to lean into my next question, which was how to right. start looking for associates and like mm-hmm. what those people should encapsulate. Cause I think that is, like you said, it's terrifying. Cause that, as a wedding photographer, especially probably the biggest deal is the actual wedding day. Like that is what they are hiring you for is to go to the wedding and to shoot it. So to send someone in your place is really scary. So how, and what do you look for when you start looking for those people to do it for you in your company's name? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a big deal. So, (laughs) yeah. So, yeah. So I, I will, you know, start looking for photographers in my area who I know either people I know who are talented, um, or I've second, you know, they've second shot with me or whatever. And I'll start kind of putting out feelers for them when I'm ready to hire somebody new and see if there's anyone who's maybe in running their business right now, but wants to either take a small step back from the actual business part of it, wants to keep shooting, um, or, or even know someone who might be in that position or flip side. That's me. Like if you ever um, need someone in New York, it's me. Cause I, great. that's me now it's shooting done. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, so starting to just kind of look for people that way mm-hmm. and that's where I start. And it sounds very modest and very simple, but I have found all my best people this way. I found them from either referrals from my community of photographers and fellow wedding vendors. Um, and from there, it's just about being really open and honest with people. And this is something I really, um, stress a lot in my coaching program is like, if you're vulnerable with them and show that you are open to trusting them, they will do the same for you. And it's huge. And it makes such a huge impact. I mean, it's just like any other relationship, honestly, it's like, if you can open yourself up to the opportunities and the possibilities of working with this person, then they will mirror that back at you. And so from there, I'm also like, let's go work a wedding day together. I want you to like, just come. I usually have them come and just shadow me without photographing anything to start just so they can kind of see how I work, see how I operate, see if they like my vibe. And if they don't, and that's not like the brands that they want to work for, you know, I'm very transparent every step of the way. I'm like, listen, if this doesn't work out all good, no hard feelings. I want this to be a good fit for everybody. And from there, I start having them actually third shoot and second shoot so I can see their images and make sure that all of those things are aligned. So it is actually like kind of a lengthy process to get someone started as as an associate with Anna Dolores Photography. And I think it should be, you know, there were a few situations um, in the early years where I would kind of rush into an associate relationship. And sometimes it worked out and sometimes it didn't, but it was much more of a gamble that way. And so um, I've developed kind of more of a systematized way for meeting people, working with them, giving both of us time and space to like make sure it's a good fit and make sure everybody is excited about where things are going. Um, So it's, it's probably the most daunting part of starting an associate program is like, well, who is my associate going to be? And something that I've really stressed with, with the other photographers that have taken my coaching program is, is I've said to them, it only has to work out once or twice or five times in my case, whichever, (laughs) however many people you want on your team. But especially in the beginning, it really just, just look for one or two people to start. You don't need to have four or five or 10 associates right out of the gate. 
It just needs to be one or two. And I kind of liken it to like a romantic relationship. Like you date around a lot. You date a lot of people. Um, You kind of try people on, Um, you know, you go on a few first dates to see if you like each other. If you don't, you stop dating and it's all good. If you do, you continue to pursue the relationship. Maybe you start going steady. Maybe you get engaged. Maybe you get married, et cetera. But like in those significant relationships, you don't have to have a huge pool of people that are well qualified for the position. It just needs to be one or two star players that are going to rock it for your business. I love that. And I think that that's such good advice because I'm very much the personality too, where like, I want to do something and I go like all out. I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And with hiring people in the past, I kind of did a similar thing where because I wanted it fast, I almost didn't prove things enough or take it slow enough. And so I had a lot of assistance that like, it just was not a good fit because I wasn't taking the time to really ease into it. And my assistant now, Jamie, which Jamie knows as she edits this podcast is the love of my life. I am obsessed <laughs> with her. Um, if she was not married, I would propose to her to keep her in my life forever. I am totally. obsessed with her. Um, and we, when we, when I first brought her on, she started as an intern. And so we really got the chance to like ease into things. And even like the first, she's worked for me for like a year now. And like the first half, she was doing a lot less than she's doing now and just easing into the process of hiring her was so beneficial for the both of us um and for the company's growth because we just like we took it slow much like you should with dating yes, and just like exactly. really got to know things got to know the groove there was no urgency and so I think there's that's no expectation advice. necessarily yes. like the mm-hmm. expectations are really low like if I'm talking to somebody I'm very clear with them like this is just a trial period we're just gonna mm-hmm feel each other out. You know, I have some weddings. I'd love you to come shadow or shoot or whatever. And then Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Like it's, you know, it's not always going to be a great fit. Same with dating. Yeah. It's like not everyone's going to be your soulmate. Not everyone's going to be the best employee for you ever. Exactly. Um, Exactly. I think that's incredible advice. Is there like any specific traits within your associates that you like really want to make sure that they have, or that you can see that the like people on your team have in common? There's definitely, for my brand specifically, I want people to be friendly and reassuring and supportive. Mm -hmm. And that is very much like a brand value for Anna Dolores Photography. You know, our clients um, are told from the very beginning that we are very much a part of their team and we are very much like a support system for them. And yes, we're there to take photos, but we're also there to make sure they have an incredible time on their wedding day. And my favorite reviews from clients after they've experienced our services is that we felt like friends on the wedding day and they felt really comfortable. And frankly, that cycles back into getting beautiful photos anyways. If they're comfortable with their photographer, Mm -hmm. they're going to get beautiful images. So having photographers who are outgoing and um, personable and can kind of create a space where clients can be themselves and feel comfortable in that space is really, really important to me. Again, that's a very specific brand value for me. I don't think that's necessarily a requirement across the board for everyone. Um, I do think that something that's a little bit more universal um, for photography, for wedding vendors, because I also have talked to like wedding planners and florists, um, is that they aren't necessarily super passionate about running a business. They Mm -hmm. don't need to see their own name and lights, so to speak. They are okay Mm -hmm. creating work under someone else's brand. Because if it's someone who has a really big ego about what they're doing, and I'm not, 
ego sounds very negative and I don't necessarily mean it in a negative way, but sometimes like I, I can admit that if I was working for someone else, I would have a hard time not getting like credit kind of a thing. Oh no, same. At this yeah. point, I'm yeah. like, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I want recognition for how hard I work. Right, exactly. Just, yeah. If you want your name, I mean, and in, in my case, of course, it's not my actual name. It's my business name. It's Anna Dolores, but like, yeah. that's my name basically. Mm-hmm. And um, so I want my name on it. And honestly, associates have to be okay with not getting that call out all the time. Like I don't, if I post their images on Instagram, I don't necessarily, I usually say like image by Becky or image by Alyssa, but like, maybe I don't. And that Mm -hmm. needs to be okay because we're Mm -hmm. all collective. There's everything on our website is very, like, it's all of our images just kind of you know, not smushed together. That's not very mm-hmm. elegant, but you know, like we all have yeah, yeah, yeah. But a summary of the company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything in our portfolio is a collective contribution. And, um, and that's very much how I try to pitch it to clients too. Like, you know, they, there are different weddings on our blog that don't have a credit attached to them. And sometimes it's like, it's because one of our associates was the lead shooter. And then another associate was the second photographer. So mm-hmm it was legitimately very much a team effort. And Mm -hmm. so going back to, I think an important trait with associates is it's okay. Like my associates are all allowed, allowed. (laughs) They are all running businesses concurrently. So they all have their own businesses. In addition to working with Anna Dolores photography, they can book their own weddings. A lot of them book different types of sessions, like family sessions, um, branding, et cetera that we don't do at Anna Dolores. So frankly, I can refer them out, which is a win-win relationship Lovely. as well. Yeah. Yes. It's, it really works out. Um, but they are absolutely free to, to book their own weddings as well. So it's not that they're prohibited from being business owners. It's just that they, it can't be their sole focus. Um, because if it is, you know, I I've talked to some photographers who are hesitant to hire associates because they're like, what if I just teach them everything I know? And then they go elsewhere mm-hmm. and, t- and just take that with them. And they'd use it. They use all of that information to start their own businesses. And frankly, that's always a risk. I'm not going to lie to everyone and say, oh, that never happens. And it's fine. It does happen. But number one, you can usually spot that pretty early on in the relationship, which is another reason to take it slow and kind of develop a relationship with somebody because somebody who just wants to use you and lose you is, is going to want to do it quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, you'll probably be able to see through it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, and the second thing is that nobody is you and nobody is your business. And even if somebody learns some of your tricks for shooting or some of your secrets for how you support and treat your clients, they're still not going to be able to replicate the business that you've created and that you've built. And I feel very lucky and fortunate and secure in my current position and where I'm at with my business that I know what Anna Dolores photography brings to the table is a unique value. And so even if one of my photographers peels off and says, I'm just going to start my own totally new photography company. Um, and I'm taking all your secrets with me. Say that's worst case scenario. It's still Mm -hmm. not really going to be what Mm -hmm. I do. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, so I encourage photographers who are considering an associate program to kind of have that confidence in, in their own value and in their own, their own services. Because whatever, even even if it's not just you and you have a team, it's still what you're offering is still unique. Mm-hmm. So no, I yeah. think that's incredible advice for just hiring people in general is like 
you, you should be able to disclose every little aspect and facet of your business. And someone still wouldn't be able to replicate it because they're right. not you and they're not exactly. going to do it the exact same way. They're not going to have the same touch as you. Um, and so I think that's incredible advice for like the fear that really does like come in for everyone when bringing on team members, like it's totally normal to be stressed about it. Like it's scary every time. I know even when I brought on Jamie, I had had such poor experiences before that I was like, please God, like, let this go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. better like let this go better yep. than we did in the past like it can be scary and that's yeah. okay but like you said like everything good is usually a little scary like it's usually mm-hmm. because it's uncomfortable and it takes being uncomfortable in order to grow and scale so I think that's incredible advice I love that yeah yeah and I mean it, you know I I definitely don't want to sit here and say it's been all like butterflies and rainbows having associates because I've definitely gone through some complicated and challenging situations, um, having an associate team for a variety of reasons. And I have had associates who maybe haven't left on the best terms. Um, but there's a lot that I've learned from that and a lot Mm -hmm. that then I've been able to bring into the associates that I work with now. And I have such a better relationship with them. And I think that as a collective, we're offering a better experience for our clients because of these things I've learned, um, from, previous experiences. And again, mm-hmm. what I'm also bringing to coaching clients with, with yes. um, the associate, the associate, um, team program. So, you know, so they don't have that. to make those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. and I think that probably too, has taught you like so much about yourself and like Absolutely. pushed you so much to yep. grow as a business owner. Like, I think there's something to be said about the growth that you experience just as like a human being having to be accountable for other people and a team and navigating all of that. Like I'm a very different business owner now that I have people working for me than when it was just me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think it's, it's a cool thing to see in yourself too, to like make that growth and, and change things. So, okay. To wrap everything up though, um, tell us about your associate program because that's launching soon, right? Yes, it is. So associate team is made easy. Um, we had our first run last year and it was awesome. Like the, this, um, photographers in that program are getting awesome results. They've hired associate teams. They are booking associate weddings for 2022. They're reducing their own workload. They're raising their own prices. It's all very magical. I'm very excited. Um, so I'm launching the next, um, the next installation, I guess the next, um, you know, round of the program, (laughs) it starts on February 1st. Um, and I'm accepting people pretty much up until that date if they want to sign up. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, so it's not a ton of people, which is nice because that way everyone can get questions answered and really nothing's off limits. I'm very much an open book about everything. And I really handhold and walk you through every step of deciding to hire an associate, what, you need to think about what you need to plan for your business, how you can kind of prep everything in behind the scenes of your business to bring in an associate, what you need to consider for hiring. If someone should be a contractor or an employee, like we really get into it. Like the so, legality, which exactly, is yeah, a which lot. Is important. And I've been through yes. a lot of that too. So I have that experience and we bring in an attorney um, and everything. So we love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell everyone where they can find you online, where they can learn more about Associates Made Easy. Like where can everyone find you on t- the interwebs? Yes, definitely. So if you just go to associateteams.com, 
that will take you to um, the five things you need to have in place before you hire an associate. Um, so that kind of takes you to that and gets you on the list for more information. Um, and then if you want to learn more about the program specifically, it's just my website, annadolores.com slash associate hyphen team. Perfect. Okay. Well, we will link everything for everyone in the show notes, Um, but thank you so much for coming on, Emily. This was so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I got to be here. This was so helpful. I'm like, even just for building a team in general. So thank you. Um, oh, and before we go, we end every interview with the same question. So I would love to know what the best piece of advice is that you have ever been given to just share with us here. Ooh, this is going to sound like pandering, <laughs> but the I'm first, excited. the first thing that just came into my mind, honestly, that I have been repeating to myself a lot lately. And, and as Eden mentioned at the beginning of the program, beginning of the episode, um, the, the way that Eden and I met, um, was through our mastermind program. And during one of our many calls, um, I was having some doubts about something and Eden said to me, you can't be an imposter in your own experience and in your own life. And I say that to myself, maybe every other day, I remind myself, Eden says, you can't Stop. be an imposter. <laughs> I'm going to cry. And again, it sounds like pandering because I'm on your podcast episode right now, but I swear it that that is genuinely has been a huge, huge thing. It's like, it's so simple, but it's so profound and so true. And I think it's really easy in our in an industry like wedding photography, I say our industry, you're not in that industry anymore, which is fine. But even as a photographer in general, Mm -hmm. like there are millions of photographers doing something almost the same as what we're doing on paper, but the experience that you bring to it, the magic that you bring to it just by being yourself and, and you know, what your values are and, and everything like that makes it unique. And so to remind myself of that every day, um, and with education too, there's lots of different mm-hmm. educational resources out there, but, um, but to be able to come in and say, well, this is what I've learned and this is what I know. And I'm here to share every piece of that with you is, is really significant. So, so you're very wise, Eden. Thank you. I mean, I'm just going to, I'm just going to wash this back whenever I need a confidence boost. Thank you. Oh my God. Girl. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Emily. It was so good to learn from you and to catch up on all of the things. So thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. We will link all of Emily's, um, information in the show notes for you guys. So if you're ready to grow your team, you can learn all about that down there and we'll see you next time.